0: it's texas slim here another week another podcast of i am texas slim um we're in a very very special place tonight we're recording it sunday night uh we're in illinois and it's been a journey once again uh here (laughs) this dude calling himself texas slim has gone all over the country again we can't find him where's waldo where's texas slim but it's been a hell of a journey last year i did this journey Not like this, it kind of rhymes to this year, but what I didn't do is I didn't film it. Uh, It was reconnaissance, I've told a lot of people this. Today's gonna be, I don't know, maybe some storytelling, places where uh, we've been, uh, where we are, and where we're going. I'm getting better at telling stories. Uh, I was talking to June, our wonderful executive producer for Texas Sims Media. He's along on this trip. He's the one that's got this set up. He's basically increasing the production value of everything that we do within uh, the Beef Initiative uh, for our ranchers, for our producers, for our farmers, for everybody that basically is funneling into the Beef Initiative. Um, June is our executive producer that is raising that bar. So everybody applaud. Thank you, June. Thank you, June. Thank you, June. But he's long for the ride. And so we've been obtaining equipment throughout the last year, ever since one year ago we were in Carville, Texas. Uh, whenever I said that we were gonna have that, uh, we were gonna have four conferences in one year, everybody thought I was crazy. And everybody basically um, tried to talk me out of it, honestly. And that's the last thing you do with me is try to talk me out of it. Whenever I was 19 years old, I, that year that I moved to Austin, a lot of people know that I've told that story many times. I left small town Texas and I was looking for life. I was uh, full of wanderlust And um, made it to Austin, but that same 12 month period, I headed up towards Maine. And there was a raw mountain up there. It's called Cadillac Mountain. Y'all look it up, Mount Desert Island. There's a rock up there that you can sit on top of. And if uh, if you're the first person on that rock, first time in the morning, you can be the first person that sees that sunrise in the United States. I think this is probably the 11th time I've driven across the United States in different various forms and fashions, interstates, back roads, dirt roads. It doesn't really matter, I've done it. Uh, I know how to navigate across this country. I've been doing it all my life. I had my license whenever I was 15 years old in the uh, dirt roads of West Texas outside of Canyon, Texas. I've been um, basically circumventing around this globe ever since I was in my 20s. And so everything that I do is based on that Wanderlust. When I started the Beef Initiative, I knew I couldn't do it from behind the digital screen in which I spent a lot of my career. I knew that I had to get back to the roots in so many different ways. Well, one of those is driving across this country. And this year, last year was reconnaissance. Uh, This year, well, we're gonna tell every story. Um, It's a fascinating story. It's like Jarek. Jack Kerouac cowboy style, uh, modern day cattle drive style. Uh, There's a lot of new aspects to this. We're gonna throw in a little Baxter Black, a little Johnny Cash. So uh, my role within the Beef Initiative is now truly is to be the number one spokesperson for the Beef Initiative. Uh, the ranchers producers are the ones that are orchestrating the Beef Initiative. We meet, we talk, we have these uh, strategy sessions. We learn pain points. And I'm gonna say before we get started on the storytelling of today, of where we've been the last couple of weeks or last month, I guess, is that every rancher producer gets your butt into the Beef Initiative. We're about saving the great American rancher. This is not about competition. We want to hear from everyone that is involved in agriculture in any form or fashion in the United States. We're taking a stand. We're not validating the deceptions. And we want to hear your story. Because of that, because we want to hear your story, we don't want you to pay for your story to be heard. Here we are. We're in outside of Shirley, Illinois is at a place that's been here for 200 years, folks. It is the source of the seed of maybe grain uh, within livestock, where at least we came from. We're getting closer and closer. 200 years ago, the Funk family came here and it's called Funk Farms and it's a trust now. And it's outside of Shirley, Illinois. This is where we're sitting. Uh, They are modern day cattle people, cattle men and cattle women. They're carrying carrying their heritage along. They're moving forward. And they came all the way from Illinois, drove all the way to Virginia. And they don't have time, nor the money, nor the resources to be gone for four days in which they were to come to Ginger Hill. Come to the Ginger Hill Angus Beef Initiative Summit, which will now be an annual summit um, but let's start from the beginning, and then we'll end up back here. So, me and my boy went across uh, a couple of hemispheres onto several continent continents over two months. A lot of y'all saw that. It was a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage for Finley, my son, and myself, a father and son, keeping promises, getting away from all of this crazy, crazy prohibition that was enforced on that generation. The mindset of the generation that had to sit at home during COVID is criminal, that it was created in the innocence of our children. And so this trip with uh, my son was a rite of passage for him saying, hey, you don't have to be afraid. It's time to step up. It's time to become a man. And this is gonna help you give you a vision Your dad has a lot of them, he's had a lot of them, so come along. By the time we were finished with that journey, my son was damn tired of me. (laughs) I tell everybody that comes into the beef initiative, including my son, if y'all get in here, get ready, because you're gonna work your ass off. And I mean that. And all you producers and ranchers, you're already doing that. Well, let's work smarter, not as hard. And you're going to leverage the beef initiative and the voice that we're going to give the great American rancher during these times, because it's needed. We're at a precipice of time. There's something that needs to change. This nation needs a voice, but that voice is sometimes from the, basically the source of how we got here, how we got here, is through the great American rancher producer. So me and my son struck out from West Texas. And we drove his El Camino, 1976 El Camino, 500 miles to Austin, Texas. I dropped him off. He's gonna spend some time with his friends. And then I was off. And I was straight to the airport. Had to go pick up June. He flew in from Florida. And then where did we have to go? Well, we had to go meet Justin Trammell of Tear Balloon Panhandle Meats outside of Canyon, Texas. Justin was the first rancher that I shook hands with. And what was he doing in Austin, Texas? Well, he's been there while I was gallivanting around the globe. Justin was in Austin, Texas, working with legislation, working with Farm and Ranch Freedom Alliance. He's basically up, uh, leading um, the passing of legislation that we have three laws coming up in Texas. They're market access laws. Remember that, market access. I'm gonna be saying that for the next decade. What is your market access to clean food? Ask yourself, take a pause, ask yourself right now, what is your market access to clean food? Who do you have to go through? What hoops do you have to go through? What regulations are keeping you from it? What nefarious media, communications, news programs, doctors, who is stopping you from having market access to the best nutrition on the planet? because that's what we produce in the United States. No matter what we look like as a nation in our health, which it has been destroyed, it is bankrupt, we still produce the best food in the world. Who does that? The regenerative farmer and rancher, especially those people that have been around for 200 years. So Justin, I, and June did a podcast. If you haven't seen it, it's last week, right there in front of the Capitol. Then we went down to Luling, Texas, spent the night, had some barbecue, and we went out there and we met up with Hometown Meets. Of course, June and I, we were over there at Two Bar C Ranch earlier, and we met up with Jason, Clyde, another podcast you guys have seen. So what we're doing, we're making the rounds. Folks, we're giving the rancher a voice in a way that nobody's really been able to achieve before, because we have podcasting 2.0. We're decentralized, decentralized communications. So Clyde, Jason, we met up with Ronnie, old Butch, of course Cole Bolton, KNC Cattle, Hometown Meats, second rancher I shook hands with Cole Bolton. You're going to hear a lot more from Cole Bolton, that's for sure, because he's running one of the best processing centers in this nation. He's had some painful times, but guess what? Justin and Cole met. Justin running a micro processing center up in the Panhandle of Texas. Cole Bolton running a regional processing center down there in Luling, Texas, right next to Gonzales County, most populated county of cattle per capita in the state of Texas. It is basically one of the founding counties of the state of Texas. Look it up, it's historical folks. Well, we spent that time down there in Central Texas and we embarked on the back roads of Texas in June, captured monumental amounts of footage of the backroads of Texas and how much land is out there that the modern day and the cattlemen of days gone by are using, regenerating, growing using the land tools, some of the most beautiful country, some of the most beautiful cows, Highway 21, all the way up, all the way up to East Texas. We spent the night there in East Texas. Can't even remember where now. and uh, But I know we were pointing to Arkansas because we were gonna go and of course, meet up with Todd, which I met a year ago. This was now the, how many times have I seen Todd? Uh, one, two, three, I think this was the fourth time. And now what? Tomorrow we're pointing back to Arkansas, but first we had to go and have dinner with Todd. He cooked up old bull that he had there for about seven years. And so we had beef intelligence. We talked about the Ozark Beef Initiative Summit that comes up on the 5th and 6th of May, this next week. Today, you're probably looking at this, hopefully it's Wednesday. Get your butts to Prairie Grove, Arkansas. That's where we're headed, folks. And so uh, Todd, June, Ashley, all of us, we sat down there, we gave grace, we gave thanks, and we talked about the journey in which we've came together, all you ranchers and producers. I didn't know Todd a year ago, and now he's holding a summit in his small town of Prairie Grove, Arkansas. There's meaning behind that. This is not a marketing plan. This is to help everybody regrow their communities. Todd's got speakers. He's got people in his community coming to this summit. He organized it. I didn't organize it. That was last year. The people that organize this year are the producers themselves. And the Beef Initiative is there to help, to instruct, to consult, and to advise, and to support, and to bring a voice in a way that has never been done. Off from Arkansas, we headed towards Nashville, Tennessee, Tennessee Beef Initiative last year, met up with Rod, met up with Josh, met up with Kim Mills, met up with the crew there at Bitcoin Park. I don't know how many times I've been there, but we've already had a summit there last year in October, or it was December. We're gonna have a one this year in October. Nashville, make your plans, everybody. You're gonna be in Nashville in October. Tennessee Beef Initiative Summit, second annual one. So get ready. Spent a couple of days there, did some editing, started doing that little thing. I think we started there in Ludlow, Texas, as I am Texas Slim, checking in with Texas Slim. So you guys go to Twitter, check that, at Modern Team Man, start following. You're getting daily updates from here on out. Every morning, seven o'clock central, you're gonna get an update. No matter where we are, how ugly it is, how beautiful it is, how tired I am, whatever it is, you guys are getting updates from here on out, seven days a week, Modern T-Man on Twitter. It's gonna talk about where we've been, where we are and where we're going. That's exactly the story of my life, isn't it? It's making it a story of your life. And so from Nashville, we headed out towards Virginia. And basically we spent the night, I don't know, right on the border of uh, Tennessee and Carolina, I believe. Wasn't the same path I took last year because we were just wanting to get to Ginger Hill, Ginger Hill, Angus, Dr. Brooke Miller and Ann. And what we did is we were anticipating. Have y'all ever seen Virginia? Have you ever seen that part of Virginia? It's not in the Shenandoah Valley. It's a little bit removed, about 70 miles. Some of the oldest parts of this country, Washington, Virginia. I said it before and I misspoke. It's the first township that ever called itself Washington in the United States. Uh, I think you've seen some footage. You're gonna see some footage as you're watching this podcast of everything that transpired. We've got so many hours of footage and one person that really stepped up was Bitcoin Shooter. Michael showed up, flew all the way from L.A., didn't get paid a dime because the beef initiative is about volunteers that are getting value for value exchange. He showed up at Ginger Hill Angus and he filmed the whole thing. We've got the interviews with Dr. Robert Malone, uh, Dr. Sabine Hazen. We've, of course, brought Brooke Miller, everybody that was involved with The Beef Initiative Summit at Ginger Hill. We have it on video and we're gonna be releasing. It's gonna be part of a documentary, maybe a movie. I don't know. We got some people starting to pay attention to us finally. One person there was Jan, Jan of Epoch Times. He came a day, well, basically the morning of, and he spent time with me and he talked. And then he invited me to do American Thought Leaders in DC that following Monday. So we had a lot of people there. We had a lot of great discussions. We had a nation coming together right there at Ginger Hill Angus, U.S. Cattlemen's Association in which Brooke just now finished his tenure as president. We had Leah, she's basically uh, asking and we're in negotiations for the Beef Initiative and the U.S. Cattlemen's Association to partner up now. We had people coming from Better Fed Feeds. We had the Funk Fam. We had Brian and Carrie come from Funk Farms. As I told you, they drove all the way out there, sat right there in the front and listened to everyone speak. We had a cattleman's Feast that we're putting on and holding across this nation. If you guys want a cattleman's Feast, go to BeefInitiative.com. Contact us, let us know, we're bringing it. We're gonna bring it across this nation. It's a workshop. We cut up a cow. You learn cuts of the cow. Texas limbs Cuts is coming strong. Working on product design with Cole Bolton right now. And then just some surprises coming down that uh, cattle drive path. So Ginger Hill, the workshop, the Cattlemen's Feast, everybody absolutely loved it. Buckshot was his name, and I appreciate him, and we honored him. Some of the best beef, folks, the best beef in the world comes through the gates of the Beef Initiative. Brooke Miller, his ranch, generational, generations and generations of people that have stewarded beef intelligence in this nation. It's what you are yearning for, folks. Quit trying so hard not to pay attention. Quit trying so hard not to basically share this podcast a hundred times. I dare you, because this is about intentionality living right now. This is a bigger cause than any of us, basically, hearing this voice, me speaking, anybody that you share this with. This is a movement. This is not a marketing plan. This is not a 12 second TikTok video. This is not an Instagram short with some larpy influencer talking about how he's a carnivore. This is about saving children's lives. This is a health initiative that is being led by the Great American Rancher. This is a health initiative that is being led by the Great American Rancher. Make no bones about it. This is serious business, but you know what? We're going to make it love, caring, authentic, full of integrity, transparency, everything that everybody's yearning for. They just don't know it. We're bringing health back to this nation and the great American rancher is going to be the first one that starts saving children's lives. We had all kinds of great talks at the uh, summit. And then on Sunday, we even battled a rainstorm came through there. Everybody, not a soul left. We finished off the night with a lot of grace, a lot of gratitude, a wonderful Cattlemen's Feast. And on Sunday we did rest. We rested as a family. Brooke and Ann, Amanda, Matt, Hodge, everybody that we met there. And I'm sorry if I leave you you out, there's a lot of dang names, but, your family now, the part of the beef initiative, and they're gonna be a strong voice for the great American rancher. Brooke Miller's been yelling from a freaking mountaintop for 10 years. Everybody, share this podcast. Get it out there. This is a call to action, and that's what I said during the speech, and you're gonna be able to see that. If you go to the Substack texaslim.substack.com, you'll be able to see a 12-minute basically video clip, but you're gonna be able to see more. After we rested, we were off to DC Monday morning at six o'clock and who packed us a travel pack? Well, Ann did. She took us and she sent us off and she said, hit the road, be safe and let's get going boys. And that's what we did. Jan was waiting for us in DC at 101 Constitution Avenue. We did a little IM checking in with Texas Slim right there in front of the nation's capital. And then we went up and Jan basically was a wonderful host. We had about two and a half hours we spent with him, about an hour and a half. I believe that our uh, article, that interview will be coming out, American Thought Leaders. They've had... Dr. Uh, Sabine Hazen on it. They've had Robert Kennedy Jr. just finished. If y'all aren't paying attention Epoch Times and American Thought Leaders with Yon, you need to get there right now. Go subscribe, pay attention. They're a clean news organization. They're grassroots, just like the US Cattlemen's Association, just like the Beef Initiative. We're all grassroots here and we're working and we're collaborating together. Thank you, Yon, Epoch Times, American Thought Leaders can't wait to see the interview hopefully I did a did it justice for basically the beef initiative and all the ranchers that were producing after DC we went off to West Virginia now I'm gonna name off some names here we have not been in without beef regenerative beef the best beef in the world since we left West Texas traveling in a pickup truck I don't know how many steaks that I've cooked on the tailgate with my propane burger, me and June sitting out there at the pocket night cutting board that actually Todd, Todd made for me from wood off his ranch and actually a slat of wood out of his home in which he grew. It's been there for a long dang time. I'm not going to say any dates but it's I'd say over 100 years. Just like everything out there at Ginger Hill. Just like Funk Farms 200 years. But anyways, we got uh, into West Virginia, we we stepped on over the border of uh, into Maryland and we found some beef at, let me look here. It is, to see there's so much beef that I can't remember all the names and I'm always calling people out. If you're gonna show people beef online, you better talk about it. So anyways, we went off and we found Needwood Farms and uh, right out there in Maryland, Needwood Farms, Fantastic beef. They were suspect of old Texas Slim. They didn't know what to think of me, but you know what? We got some beef. They fed us. We had a good story. They even have a small processing plant out there called Wagner. So see folks, there's people, there's communities that have been doing this for a long time. You need to create your market access. You need to turn off the Netflix, turn off the TV, where you stand, you start doing your own reconnaissance. You get out there, you find out where those processing centers are. You find out if they have processing centers. You find out who those ranchers and producers are and you go shake their hands and you say, will you educate me? What is going on here? What do you need from me? What do you need from your community? Let's do this together. This is a collaboration. Have you heard of the Beef Initiative? Let's get your butt in there. We've only had three ranchers that I asked to be in the Beef Initiative. Everybody else has put themselves in there voluntarily because they heard it, because they heard grassroots, grass fed, and they heard word of mouth. They had some handshakes that it went on. So you folks do the same. It's a call to action. You are now the marketing arm of the Great American Rancher, just like Needwood Farms there in Maryland using Wagner Processing Center. So we've been eating well. We, kind of hung out in the sticks there in West Virginia, Mountain Mama, had a really good, nice stay there. Uh, Wonderful little place called the train station. And it was out of, uh, gosh, what is that place? You know, that real famous place in West Virginia that everybody loves is Harper's Ferry, of course. So it's close to Harper's Ferry, very beautiful part of the country. You guys ever been in West Virginia? You need to get there, they got some good beef. Anyways, we kind of got rested up there in West Virginia, and then we headed off to Ohio. Don't even know where we stayed in Ohio, but we were outside of Columbus. It was more of a uh, working uh, overnight stay. We were very busy, lots of phone calls, didn't have much time to even get the camera out, but we did do a checking in, checking in with Texas. um, Remember, get on Twitter, daily check-ins Share it, share those with everybody. Let's get going. Let's make this basically a live stream the rest of the year because this is this is the year the Great American Rancher has a voice. From Ohio, we went to Indiana. Ended up on a county square just by chance and uh, it was called Nobles in a place of Covington, Covington, Indiana. Wonderful little uh, Airbnb there. Stayed the night, did another check-in. County Square looks a lot like Canyon, Texas. Guess what? We had some more beef, had it on a tailgate, had it in the kitchen, had it for breakfast. We haven't done without. And I'm traveling on the road and everybody asks me, how do you do this, Slim? How do you travel on the road? Well, it's not that hard whenever you go up and shake ranchers' hands. Everybody always say, well, I can't find a rancher. Well, I found, I don't know, how many on this trip? I don't know, we got Justin Trammell, we got Cole Bolton, we got Jason, we got Clyde. Who else do we have? We've got them, and it's unlimited folks. No more excuses, no more rationalization, no more justification. Get this party started. It's a modern day cattle drive. From Indiana, we ended up, guess where? Funk, farms. 1824, Brian and Carrie came to Ginger Hill fascinating story. Look it up, go to their website. I'm going to do a challenge here. Now you, you call funk farms, And you ask them, say, hey, I can't be there in person. And if you can come in person, come in person because it's a beautiful place, as you can see. This is just a small part of it. They got history on the walls. They got history in the soil. They got history in the beef. Got a retail front. They got milk. They got beef, bacon. They got honey. They got maple syrup. They've got, hmm, I think it's called a food shed, food locker, whatever it is. It's a community that's being supported by their local rancher producer that's been here for 200 years it's called heritage folks it's called culture it's called legacy it's called market access that you can create for yourself and for your children quit allowing your children to eat the deceptions quit validating the deceptions this place has proof of work 200 years that they have survived the manipulation of the seed the genetically modified, the bioengineered, the chemical, multinational chemical and grain companies. Guess what? They're still here. They're still feeding. They're still feeding from the soil in which where they came from. You should see the soil here. It's absolutely gorgeous. It has a density, dark color to it. I wish West Texas looked like that, but it doesn't anymore. But it does right here because they've been doing something right for 200 years. You guys want to know how to do it? You guys regenerative about clean food, clean living, clean farming, ranching? You want to know about it? Give them the call. Call up Funk Farms. Ask them to edge. They got a museum here too. Actually, there's a museum here. So, you know what? You can spend the weekend here. They got lodging, that's what we're doing. They don't have lodging on the farm. Maybe we can make that happen one of these days. But where are we going, folks? Are we gonna do it together? We did an interview with Brian yesterday. We had dinner. We broke bread. We didn't eat any bread, actually. We had a tenderloin and a big, big picanha. Do y'all know what a pecania cut is? Well, let me tell you a story. A cut, it's poured to the back end there, okay? But you know what the butchers usually do? They usually don't sell the pecan you cut. Back in the day, they kept it for themselves. Some of the best beef you're gonna have. You know how you're gonna find that? Through Texas Slim's cuts. We're gonna re-educate everybody of what you've been missing all these years. And I'm gonna start saying something, well, the reason you don't know that because you've only bought your beef from the supermarket, now haven't you? Why don't you ask the right questions? You don't have to ask the right questions. You already know because you're in the beef initiative and you're actually being educated by Texas Slim's Cuts, Maybe old butch, maybe old funk farms, maybe the 160 producers and ranchers that are soon to be, I don't know, we're gonna open up 10,000 gates across this country so we can what? So we can what? So we can feed a million children in this nation that's the call to action, it's always been that way. We're gonna consult, we're gonna educate, we're gonna shake each other's hands, we're gonna have dinner with each other, we're gonna have conversations, we're gonna say no to the division of interpersonal communication, we're gonna speak louder, we're gonna speak with confidence. We're not gonna be guessworking around beef intelligence because the best beef intelligence is coming right straight through the beef initiative, because what are we doing? sitting right here we're giving media kits to every rancher producer that opens up their gate across the united states it's a challenge i've been doing this my whole life if you've got something that you want to say if you've got something special if you've got history that's been here for hundreds of centuries of education that lies within these walls you ranchers and producers If you're doing something that is truth in food, authentic, that's based in integrity, transparency, and you want people to know who you are, you wanna have that digital voice that they have made sure that you have never had, it's the Beef Initiative. It's Texas Slim's media. It's people like June, executive producer. One year ago, one year ago, he was in Philadelphia. Now he lives in Florida. And guess what? There's a Florida Beef Initiative now The rancher is Leonard. You're about to hear a lot more about Florida. They're selling beef, they're building their community. Brian and Carrie here, they're gonna have a summit here. Don't know when, but it's locked in. And it's got an airport, it's got interstates, it's got lodging, and it's gonna be loaded with all kinds of beef intelligence. We're cooking on the tailgates, we're driving now. Where are we pointing? We're pointing back to Arkansas. All right, Ozark Beef Initiative Summit, 5th and 6th, Prairie Grove, Arkansas. Todd, Todd Weil, what a beautiful, beautiful human being. And I'm a much better person for getting to meet him. And I owe him. I owe him. I'm forever indebted. I have an obligation to be his voice. Because guess what? Our producers and ranchers don't have a voice because you don't know them. But now they're gonna know you and you are gonna know them because you are now their marketing arm. Every time you have a conversation about food, you're gonna bring up your American rancher producer. Every time you talk about beef online, on the internet, on social media, you're gonna bring up your great American rancher producer. And if you don't have one, you're gonna be bringing up the beef initiative. You're gonna go find one. This is about saving children's lives across this nation, folks. And I'm gonna get very loud and very stern. I'm gonna get a little cowboy on you from West Texas. Little history about me, never had any money. All I had was a wealth of knowledge when it came to basically handshakes, looking a man or a woman in the eye and being full of integrity because of my grandpa. This is what this place is. This is what this nation wants. This is what this nation is inviting you to participate in. You don't have to ask for permission. You can lead forward with integrity. And what you're going to do is you're going to follow this. It's the modern day cattleman, and each one of us is learning how to be the modern day cattleman and cattlewoman. It's the type of beef intelligence, it's the type of health intelligence that our kids deserve. Turn off the TV. Get busy. I dare you to share this a hundred times, everyone. If we get 10,000 ranchers to open up the gates of the United States of America, we will basically change history within the beef industry. It's word of mouth. It's based in integrity, honesty, transparency. It's not judgment. This is not competition ranchers and producers. That's uh, basically what they started in 1971. We're not going to play that game. This is a collaboration. We're all one big family. We're going to act like it. What we're going to do is we're going to join forces at the dinner tables within our counties, within our regions, within our states and across this nation. Once we do that, we'll basically shift this global industrial food shift that is unfolding in front of us and we'll stop it in its tracks. Your consumer demand is the reason they are able to basically facilitate the changes within our food industry. Take ownership of that. It's a slow step into changing your behavior when it comes to your consumption model of your audio and your video and your food. It's okay, slow step into it. Start with your rancher, start with that handshake. Once we leave Arkansas, we're gonna go back to West Texas. We're gonna be filming almost a mini documentary back there. Y'all wanna to come to West Texas? Well, you're gonna be coming there because we're gonna establish something there right outside of Panhandle Meats. We've got our first clients within the Beef Initiative Association Council. We're starting to build processing centers across Texas. Y'all gonna come along for a ride? You wanna learn how to do it? Go to tbiac.org. Figure it out. We're here. We're gonna be consulting. We're gonna be bringing truth and food back. And then after that, we're going to go to Colorado and see Jason Rick of Rick Ranches. Do you know he's a first-generational educator? He's one of the best educators in regenerative farming and ranching that I know. And guess what? He gets a grant this year. It's a $10,000 grant, so stop everything right now. Everything. Go to beefinitiative.com forward slash donation. Get in there and see what that is. It's a, basically a grant program that is a nonprofit. Okay, it's a nonprofit. Money, guess what? I believe Brooke Miller, and Miller, everybody, they're gonna donate to it. Why do you think they had their summit there in Ginger Hill? Is so they could give to all of the nonprofits they feel. They didn't make any money off of that. They opened up their gates. They met new people. They got some new beef intelligence. They spread beef intelligence further and wider across this nation. The only thing they gained was basically, they didn't gain any monetary value yet. What they did is they sealed a little bit of their legacy. Jason Rick, well, he wants to do the same. First generational, gets a $10,000 grant this year. Let's get it funded, folks. Beefinitiative.com forward slash donation. We're gonna go out to Colorado. I believe my good friend Bubba, which is the first person to ever share The Harvest of Deception. Have y'all read The Harvest of Deception? Well, you need to get there and read it. But he basically spread it out and he got me on my first podcast ever. Well, he's gonna come to Colorado with us. It's gonna be one big party. We're gonna have Bubba, his lovely wife. We're gonna have June, me, Jason's gonna be there. Jason's family's gonna be there. We're gonna have drone footage coverage. Y'all ever know what Needle Rock is? Look it up. It's right there in the North Folk Valley outside of Crawford, Colorado. We're heading there next. Guess where this party ends on this leg of this tour, of this journey? Well, we're heading back to Austin, Texas, and we're gonna go wrap it up full circle there at Hometown Meets. And we'll stop back off from Panhandle Meets and charge up with old Justin. We might even take Justin back with us. Maybe legislation will be back in. But, anyways, Panhandle Meets, Hometown Meets, Processing Center is the center of the universe, folks. That's where all our beef comes through the Beef Initiative. You know what our goal is this year? I'll be straight up honest and transparent with you. We're going to sell the most beef that we can through the Beef Initiative. Texas Slim's Cuts, K&C Cattle, Holy Cow, Jason Rick of Rick Ranches, Justin Trammell, Panhandle Meats, Tear Bloom. Oh, Guess what? Funk Farms, Trust. Everybody's in the beef initiative. We're gonna gather around and we're gonna sell more beef than the multinationals. And you know what? They're gonna start paying attention because they're gonna start learning from us. This is how you feed your community. So say no. Quit validating the deceptions. Get into the beef initiative. And I'm gonna get very loud because I'm Texas Slim. Are you?
1: Hey guys. June B here. Co founder, executive producer of Texas Slims Media. And if you're tuning in on YouTube, you're gonna see I'm standing here with Happy. Hey, Happy. Happy is a sweet horse, a very sweet horse. And we are in. Farmington, Missouri, I think that's how they say it, and boy, I can't believe I'm traveling around this whole great country, I'm from Philly, shout out to the 215, I'm a long way from home, it feels amazing. So if you're tuning in on YouTube, you'll get to see a lot of our travels now. The show is completely changed. I'm not sure who this young buck is, but uh, they're very sweet too. Um, You'll see that I am on Bitcoin Ranch, like I said, in Farmington, Missouri. And I'm a long way from home, and boy. It feels good. I get to travel around the country, visiting the most beautiful ranches in America. Mostly traveling on back roads and eating steaks off the grill or off the, uh, off the cast iron pan. Oh, these guys wanna, wanna come in the shot. Um, but really, I'm just here to read some boost messages and, uh, you know, show you, show you the horses here. Uh, shout out to our amazing host, Ryan, here on Bitcoin Ranch. Uh, this is a, an air-gapped facility, aside from Texas Slim's Media. So this is some pretty exclusive content. We're going to have a way for you guys to boost sats and give us messages here on the YouTube channel. Uh, we'll figure that out in the next coming weeks. But in the meantime, for everybody tuning in on Podcasting 2.0, Fountain App,
0: Breeze,
1: and wherever else you enjoy the Podcasting 2.0 revolution, I want to give a big shout-out to you guys, and thank you for tuning in and streaming and boosting every single week. First up, we got a 1,000 sats from Nomad Joe. He says, eat more Florida beef. 5,000 sats from Smart Growth. Vacations, LOL. Try my damnedest to get the wife off to a vacation before she blows up our ranch. A 1,000 sats from Bicycle Bitcoin. Boost the signal to noise. Hopefully, the signal's coming in clear. It's a little windy out here today in Missouri. We got 1,111 sats from Joel W., which apparently means a satchel of Richards. I think we all know what that means. 1,500 sats from Bruce R. Lang. Keep on preaching. Fix the food. Thank you for bringing us Dr. Miller. Absolutely, that was an excellent episode. 1776 is a freedom boost from Joe Biden sucks D's. Folks better get right with God, learn a skill, stack some sats, and eat more beef. Thanks, Joe. 30,000 sats from our main man Bubba. That's my rancher right there. Good work, boys, the wildfire is catching wind. So thanks to everybody who listened last week and who's tuning in to YouTube and Fountain and Breeze for the Ranching 2.0, Podcasting 2.0 revolution. That's all I got for today. We'll kind of say goodbye to Happy over here real quick. I'm sure they want to say something. How you doing, Happy? Happy is a very sweet horse, and I'm happy to be here with him. All right, y'all take care.